0: Want to leave my old life behind. Thunder. You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about holding on to the absence. I do want to, live. I don't want to live. So it's hard to believe Do you ever find that just before you go to sleep you get these brilliant ideas and you're either one too tired to get up and write it down or two, you think you'll remember it in the morning and write it down then, but you never do. That's what happened to me with this week's show. (laughs) Just as I was falling asleep, this idea came to me that I was holding on to the absence of some things in my life. And in doing so, that was keeping me stuck. So it was like I was holding on to this, this absence. And along with that came the, the holding on to the sadness and the, you know, the, the lack and the wishing that things had been different. And, I actually wrote this down in my notes in my phone so I could remember to talk to you about this, and I'm so glad I did because I didn't even remember writing it down until almost 24 hours later, and I think this week this is a really important topic to talk about. It's a different perspective on the way I usually talk about things, and uh, so I I really think it's going to um, help change your perspective. So before we get to that, the moral of this intro is to write down those great ideas that come to you just before bed. (laughs) All right, so let's get into this. What do I mean about holding on to the absence? I don't really know what I was thinking about as I was drifting off to sleep, but it was like this idea of holding on to the absence. It just popped into my head and and my brain was like half asleep, but like, yes, yes, that's a thing. That's something there. There's something there you need to talk about. And it's like it made total sense for me. It brought some things together. And I feel like over the past, you know, maybe month or so, I talked about this a little bit on, on last week's episode, but like, I feel like things keep coming to me like one at a time that are helping me peel things away that make me feel better. So each week I feel like, oh, I did this thing and this makes me feel better. So I tell you about it. And then like this week I feel like, oh, I did another thing and that made me feel even better. And so I want to tell you about it. So I feel like, but I didn't really know that was happening until like week two of this or three or whatever this is where I feel like I'm feeling a little bit better. So as I, as I talk through this, um, that's kind of where I'm coming from. So it's like each week, a new layer gets peeled away. And that's what this felt like this week. So I felt like I had been focusing on or holding on to not having certain things in my life, certain people, things, whatever it is. And in that absence like keeping my focus on that instead of focusing on all the good that i had i was you know obviously that's not feeling good right that that's just not feeling good and so here's some of the examples of things that i have been holding on to as far as absence so i've been holding on to the absence of a particular person in my life for a relationship that didn't work out and it kept feeling it kept me feeling sad and a lot of like comparison to other people and what my life looked like versus what I wanted it to look like. And it was really easy for my thoughts to wander back to this place of lack or like this missing, like, like I didn't have this, this in my life anymore, this person or this, even this, the concept of this potential of where this could go. And it would lead me to these wonderings, right? Of like, oh, I wish it could have been different or how it could have been different or focusing on, you know, how it used to be or how it was or blah, blah, blah. And then I would go back on the other side of that, but wait a minute, like I want more, I deserve more, I can have more. And then I'd float back to the absence of not having it, even though it wasn't really what I wanted. Right. So I was like weaving in and out back and forth. And then the other Part of absence, I and these are there's a lot of different things, but these were the two, um, that I chose to talk about this week. Um, my cat who died last fall, and I was just holding on to the absence, and it still upsets me, obviously, because I'm crying, but um, so that's like that's how this has been, like with the like anybody who's had a, a pet that's died. Um, man, I mean. And I had that cat for almost 20 years, like most of my adult life. And so this is what would happen. Anytime memories would come up, I would instantly get sad. And I would just stay in those sad thoughts. Like that was my go-to when I thought about that. Like, like it being sad and doing exactly what I'm doing right now crying. And so I think there's a lot of other things that I've been um, holding on to the absence of. and And separately, they probably wouldn't be a big deal. Like if I was thinking about this, like, um, individually, like, if I just talked about like one thing, for example, it it probably wouldn't be a big deal, but, but because these absences just kept piling on and my focus continued to be on the absence, I realized how much an impact all of these were having on me. And like, that would became what I was focusing on. But the, like kind of the tricky part about this or the part that it felt like this kind of snuck up on me because I, I didn't really realize I was doing it. Like, I, you know, I knew I was like, it was like, I knew there was lack there. I knew there was, um, you know, obviously I wasn't feeling good, but I didn't really realize how far out that this reached right on, on different parts of my life. And so as I was thinking about the show for this week, I was thinking, you know, I wonder if you guys can relate to this. I wonder if other people can relate to this concept of holding on to the absence of something consciously or unconsciously. And I wonder if, Anyone has any idea how big of an impact this can have on your life? And so as I started to explore this and really think about what this means, holding on to the absence, um, I really start to look at this as as just another way for me to describe focusing on what I don't have or what I don't want. And I realized, you know, as I move through my life and as I learn more about myself and just about, you know things in life in general, sometimes the words that used to soothe me or make me feel better, or even make me understand what was happening, um, you know, and had a really big impact at one point on my life. Maybe sometimes those words or those phrases, it's like the the meaning tapers off and it doesn't have as strong of a meaning anymore. It doesn't pack like the same punch as it used to. And so even though I know better than obviously not to focus on what I don't want, if I thought about it or if someone asked me, are you focusing on on what you don't want? I, I would have probably said no. I would have been like, no, I'm not doing that. But framing it in this different way as as holding on to the absence of something, it it made me see things in a different way. It it opened me up to the perspective of wait a minute, yeah, maybe that is what I'm doing. Like I've been holding on to some things that were no longer here and I don't want that sadness and that pain to be my reality. And yeah, I think it kept me, you know, stuck there and focused on that. So I think that's why those thoughts that you get, you know, when you're just daydreaming, like when you're driving, maybe, and you're not really thinking about anything in particular, and, and suddenly an idea just pops in your head, and maybe it just passes through, or you don't really think about it, or you just instantly dismiss it as stupid or dumb or like, you know, pointless or whatever, you know, like, like your rational, like you think a thought that's randomly like that. And then your rational mind comes in and is like, no, that's not going to work or that can't happen or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, like when you're taking a shower and you just have a great idea to fix something or solve some perceived problem or issue that you were worried about, like, or like I did right before bed, right? I get ideas all the time like that. And sometimes I forget. And, uh, sometimes like this time I don't, I wrote it down and it's like, you know, like I know at least if I don't grab it right then, like it's going to be gone. And I, I really think those thoughts, those ideas, those like nudges or those things that make you feel good when you think them that come to us when our minds are relaxed and less in our analytical brain and more in our like relaxed. So the answer can come to a state. I, I think that's our subconscious, right? Like that's our soul, our, whatever you want to call it, our, our inner self, our, our, our true you know, heart center. It's it's speaking to us and giving us another way to solve what we see as a problem, right? It's the answer we ask for, but we dismiss often because it's either too simple or it's too this or it's too that, or it's not this or it's not that, right? It's not coming in the way that we think it should come, right? That answer is coming in a way that we're not taking seriously. And I think, think that those answers are important. I think that when we get those, we should pay attention to those. And I think we should take them seriously. Um, and, you know, for me, I, like I've said, I talked about this last week, like just feeling stuck, like in this just lower vibe place for the past several months. And I felt like these thoughts and solutions, like they kept getting presented to me like one after another, right? Like I said, and each one was taking like another layer, like I said at the beginning, to help me to pull me into a new place. And so when you get those ideas, like I said, don't dismiss them. I think they're there to help. And this idea that I had that came to me, this holding on to the absence, it gave me the new perspective that I needed again, right? It gave me a new, a different way to look at the same thing or to say the same thing just in a different way. So this time I could actually hear it. So what did I do with that? Like, how did I turn that around, that statement of holding on to the absence? And so I'll tell you a little bit about that. And this goes some of this goes back to the last episode 58 of Mind Games, where I talked about this process called, wouldn't it be nice if, like, wouldn't it be nice if blah, whatever blah is for you, right? And I want, I fill it out, like, wouldn't it be nice if whatever I wanted, right? I filled out with something positive that I wanted that, wouldn't it be nice if this happened? And acknowledging that I was holding on to this absence of some things and then using that process I described in the last episode, wouldn't it be nice if this happened? I was able to pay attention as those thoughts of absence came up and I, turned, I was able to turn them around. So this is what I did. Like th- Here's some ways I started to turn this around as I recognized um, what I was thinking about my cat, for example, and this particular person. So So wouldn't it be nice if I no longer just felt bad when I thought about that person, right? Like, wouldn't it be nice if I just moved on easily from that person and didn't worry about it anymore? Like I didn't feel like I needed to do or think or anything else. Wouldn't it be nice if I just felt better about it? Wouldn't it be nice if I remembered the good things about that person? Because there were, there were good things. And what if I remembered those good things from now on instead of the things that made me sad? And wouldn't it be nice if I got excited about dating again and all the amazing people that are coming into my life. Right. So and the same with my cat, like wouldn't it remember, wouldn't it be nice if I just remembered the good things, right. Instead of instantly like going to the bad. And that one I'm still working on, obviously because that one is still upsetting to me. So that one is still a work in progress, but, um, as I started to do that, at least on the person that you know that I felt was, um, oh man, the person that I felt the absence from, um, I could feel on that topic that that things started to change for me. Like I lifted myself up a little higher, and I felt I started to feel better about things. Like I saw a different perspective. Like. I didn't have this feeling that the things were missing because I wasn't just focused on the absence. I was looking at another side, like I could see, you know, a bigger perspective. Like it wasn't just this narrow view I had of the situation. Right? It opened me up and helped me to see and feel better about it. Like, like there are more things to come. Like, like this isn't the end of the line. Right? Like this isn't where it stops. And things are okay, and it's okay to feel good again. And the cat one. like I said, that one's still a work in progress. But that's why I wanted to talk about that one this week because um, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm working on it. And I wanted you to see that side of the story too. So I just felt like this was really important to talk about this week because it's a similar con- concept to what we talk about on the show about focusing on what you do want instead of what you don't want, but it's just presented in a different way. And that's what I needed to see right now. And so I hope this helps you too, because I think at least for me, it, it like I said, it opens up, it opens up the perspective, the possibilities. It's, you know, I have this sign in my living room that says in this moment, there's infinite possibilities. And it's so easy to lose sight of that. It is so easy to have a narrow focus where we can only see this tiny little, you know, one inch square of a, of a situation. And we forget that, there's infinite possibility to anything. And so that's really why I wanted to talk to you about that about this uh about this topic this week. And so As you move forward this week, I would ask you to pay attention to this in your own life. Like, are you focusing on the absence of anything? Like, are you focusing on the absence of the relationship you want, the job you want, the house you want, the car, like whatever it is, like, are you focusing on the absence? And as we know from so many conversations on this show, if you continue to focus on the absence, you will get more absence. So how do you turn it around? Well, one way I did it was using the process I described in the last episode, episode 58, of asking my myself the question, wouldn't it be nice if? And then I answer that question with what I wanted. Like, wouldn't it be nice if I focused on everything I do have that is good, right? Wouldn't it be nice if I could see this in a different perspective? And most importantly, wouldn't it be nice if I could still feel good, even with all this going on right here, right now? Like, wouldn't that be nice? So, whatever that is for you. I mean, I know for me at least, I've spent so much time feeling so bad, and some of it, so much of it, was self-imposed. That I really am paying attention now to how I feel because I know I don't want to make myself feel bad anymore. Like I'm tired of it, and maybe you are too. And this in this episode, I wanted to help you and help myself too, right? Move beyond all of that. So I wanted one other thing today to tell you before I close out and talk about the songs I picked. I had been pretty diligent about refocusing my thoughts and asking this question of wouldn't it be nice if and answering that question with what I wanted in this past week I had this network event coming up that I was going to um for my invention and I knew it was coming up but I really didn't know who was going to be going or I didn't know anything about it really and if you don't know about my invention I invented something it's in the process of getting patented um I'll give you more details at some point, not right now, but that's, that's what you need to know right now. (laughs) And so I went to this networking thing, not really knowing that much about it, but a few days before this event, I started this with this, wouldn't it be nice if, right? I was using this question. Wouldn't it be nice if I met amazing people at this networking event? Or wouldn't it be nice if I connected with people who could help me in my business? Or wouldn't it be nice if I met other women who could support me and lead me to the next place I needed to go for this invention? And I was really easy about it. Like I would just practice those thoughts here and there, maybe a few minutes at a time. And, you know, just as long as it felt good. And as long as, you know, I thought about it, then I would just move on. And so the day came for this event and I had been doing this, this, wouldn't it be nice if for, you know, in and out throughout the day. And as I was walking up to this event, I was running a little late. So I was kind of preoccupied and You know, I I wasn't sure which house it was and the parking sucked because it was like real narrow roads and I was a little like flustered a little bit. And so I walked up and like one of those thoughts came to my head, right? Like we talk about like, as you're falling asleep or as you're, you know, driving the car daydreaming or whatever, one of those thoughts popped in my head and it was something amazing is going to happen here. Something amazing is going to happen here. That's what came to my head. It was like this loud and clear, like statement. It wasn't a question. It was a statement something amazing is going to happen here. And I smiled like when I heard this and my and I had this. I was like, yeah, I had this knowing like, yeah, that's true. That's exactly what's going to happen. And it's like, I had practiced those thoughts of wouldn't it be nice if, you know, amazing things happen. Right. And it happened to the point that I believed it so much that it came true. Right. I trusted and I expected, and that became my reality. That's exactly what happened. I mean, I met a ton of women. I greatly expanded my network, but I met one person in particular who has a very large network here. She has worked for some famous brands. She knows other women who are very well connected and famous as well. And she was like, I was telling her about my invention. And she was like, when you're ready to get this, she's like, when you're ready, get this to me and we will broadcast the shit out of this. And I'm not kidding. She's like, this is fucking brilliant. And so we exchange, num- exchange numbers and you know, all of this. And, and the funny thing about this is I was getting ready to walk out. That's when I met this person when I was getting ready to walk out and I started talking to someone else. And then she came up and she was talking to someone else. I had no idea who she was and. No, no idea, like right? She's standing there, and we're talking. And anyway, I'm showing her, and we're kind of going through all this. And then this conversation happens, right? Where she's like, "This is amazing! Like it's fucking brilliant! Like as soon as you get this ready, we'll do this." And you know, I this just, I just I travel all the time. Like I would love to test this out for you. And so I tell you this last part here because I didn't go in there thinking like when I walked up and I thought something amazing is going to happen here, like I didn't then go in there and be like, what's the amazing thing? Like, is it here? Is it here? Is it you? Is it you? It was nothing like that. Right. I I didn't seek it out when I got there. I didn't freak out about it. I didn't like question how it was going to happen. I didn't look for it. I just showed up. I just walked in and I showed up and I did what felt normal and natural. And it came to me with very little effort on my part. So I tell you this, I tell you all of this because this works, right? Like it works. I do this in my life. I have done this in my life. This is changes and changing your percept, your perception, your, your boundaries of where you let your mind go. All of this kind of stuff. When you do that, it works. And this is how I've been able to create the life I have. No, my life is not 100% perfect, but it is a hell of a lot better than it was before I started all of this. And I don't even mean like better. I mean, it's like, like if we were on a scale of zero from a 100, I would have been at like a three in my previous life. And now I would say I'm like 90s most of the time, right? If we're looking at like amazingness, right? Like that's the scale. That's the jump I made from being so focused and so like intent on I, this is – I have something has to give or I have to do something different. So, so I tell you all of this to let you know it works and it does, it does. If you do it and if you are relentless with it, like I have been, it works. And so I wanted to share that with you as another example in my own life of how I apply the things that I talk about and, um, it works. (laughs) So, all right, so let me recap the show and then I'll tell you about the songs I chose. Okay. So, I started the show talking about those ideas that pop into our head just before we fall asleep and the importance of writing them down, because that's where this week's show idea came from. And that idea was that I was holding on to the absence of things in my life that I didn't really realize it. And I talked about this some in the last episode in episode 58. Um, you know, some of these things I've been going through and this acknowledgement of holding on to the absence, it helped me peel peel away yet another layer of like sadness and, and longing and hanging on that was uh still going on within me. So each of these things, these things, tools, whatever you want to call it that I'm giving you, like it's like for me, it's helped go one level deeper to feel even better than I even knew or thought that I could. And so um once I acknowledged it, you know, that I was holding on to the absence of some things and I was able to flip it around. And I used this process I described in episode 58. uh, Wouldn't it be nice if the next, you know, amazing things happen, right? Like I filled it in with all the things that I wanted. And so instead of focusing on like missing a person that was no longer in my life and being sad about it, I flipped the script and I was like, wouldn't it be nice if I just moved on easily from this person? Or wouldn't it be nice if I, you know got excited about the new people coming into my life. Right. And and changing my focus allowed me to get out of where I was and move just one step closer to where I want to go. And in doing so, I'm creating my own reality, right? Like that's the focus of the show is creating our own reality by changing our thoughts. And so things start to line up. And I think an important part of this too, is you have to believe that it's happening even before you see it. I mean, you have to live in a state of trust and expectation, because that goes a long way when during times like this, when maybe things don't look that way, but if you start to shift your thoughts and you start to apply some of the things we've talked about in these shows, um, and you, you have trust and expectation, there is no other way it can happen, but to line up with what you want it's worked for me and I've shared several stories throughout these episodes. So, If you're new, uh, go back and listen to about 58 more episodes where I've talked about this, but, um, it works. And I tell you about all of this because I want it to happen for you too. All right. So that's it for the show. I'm going to talk to you about the songs. So this week I chose the intro song is what a world by Casey Musgraves. I love this whole album that she has, but the song, um, I don't know. It's like very dreamy to me, like very like if I just want to feel good, I put this song on like, oh, what a world. I don't want to leave. There's all kinds of magic. It's hard to believe like there's all kinds of magic and there is there is. And I think, you know, getting out of our one inch square of thinking it has it, we can only see, you know, the one little bit that we think you know, that we focus on and opening up to that. What I talked about that in this moment, there's infinite possibilities. Like I just love this song. And th- that reminds me of that. And the outro song is Hey Child by ex Ambassadors. I love them. Um, I think I just love most of their songs and, there's the line in here. Hey child, we were born wild. Let your neon lights keep shining bright. And I think that's so important. Like so, so important to not let our lights dim, right? When things like this, like we're holding on to the absence and things are not feeling good. It's so important to not let our own light dim and to keep shining bright. And so I hope this episode has helped inspire you. If you are in a place that you are not feeling very bright, I hope applying the practices that I've talked about in the show will help you to shine brighter. All right, so that's it this week for our topic of absence. I would really love to know your thoughts. Feel free to email me. Uh, Also, if you have any questions, would love to answer questions on the show too. SloanFremont at gmail.com, website SloanFremont.com, Instagram SloanFremont. And if you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review and iTunes and all the places that you listen so more people can find me. Abracadabra now go forth and create what you speak. I heard you got arrested in the street last night. Call me with a voice I didn't recognize So you're in the pain, stuck in your way Since we were kids it was like this But I will be there I will be there for you